What is up, all of our sick podcast family? We are here tonight to discuss the dub that we got in Carolina over the weekend. Sammy, let's get into it. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast and Bill Show. The sickest Indianapolis Colts podcast. It's going to be sick. Sick, sick. What a sick-tastic weekend it was. It was. But actually, first, before we get into everything, Sammy, can we get our sponsor up, please, so we can pay some bills around this joint? Thank you very much. Everybody, DraftKings. Everybody download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the DraftKings code Sports. It's a hell of a deal, y'all. Get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you only bet $5 on any NBA or NFL bet today. Again, that's DraftKings. The crown is yours. Please gamble responsibly. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, YouTube, X, Instagram, and whatever have you, all podcast platforms. Big P, we got the dub over the weekend, sir. We got it. But let me ask you a question. How excited was you over it? Not as excited as I wanted to be. Yeah. Kind of me too. You know, because going into the game, we really, really expected to win, to beat a 1-16, and to beat our old coach. And we did just that. There was a lot of bright spots. But to me, there was a lot of dark spots, too, that should never showed up in a game like this. No, it definitely shouldn't have. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Um, first of all, why was – we'll start here. We'll start on the offensive side <laughs> of the ball. So you why, do know where to start. Well, I mean, it just, it's the first thing that popped into my head. So why in the fuck – was Big Q on his ass so fucking much? Brother, I don't have an answer for that. None. Bro, did you see that grade that he had? Yes. 34, like what was it, 34.6? Yeah. Had to be his lowest grade ever. Wow. Even going all the way back to Pee Wee League. (laughs) I don't know if it was that bad in Pee Wee League because he was probably bigger than everybody. Yeah, but I yeah, mean, I, I don't man, even know. Line. I never even caught the the name of the guy that kept knocking him on his ass. I didn't either. I was just so mad that he was on his ass. Yeah, I need. I, I and I haven't had a chance to go back and watch the highlights and you know kind of dive into it. Been pretty busy already this week, Me but too. yeah, that, that's definitely something that I I picked up on real quick, and it wasn't just once. No. That it happened, you know. I'm like, what in the hell? That's a that's a damn mountain of a man. You ain't just gonna knock a mountain over. So something was going on, and I don't know what it was. I'm gonna be interested to see what the injury report says. Who know? I want to think he might have been dealing with some type of foot or ankle injury that we didn't know about. But I mean, that's just me. Um, but still, that just going all over the off the offensive line in general for this. 
previous game. I just think um, it was was horrible. That right side is still very weak. Yep. And it's just, I mean, it was probably, it's definitely either, I wouldn't say, man, I'll go ahead and say it. It was probably their most sloppiest game so far this season. We're halfway through the season. I mean, yeah, we had some ring rust, you know, coming off in the Jacksonville game week one. That was obvious, you know, from the bad year they had the previous before. They, But we've seen con, uh, consistency with them getting better throughout the year. And we really thought that they were going to be getting back into their own, and all of a sudden they kind of fell off this week. Did you happen to notice that too? Yeah, absolutely. And I agree with you 100%. It, it was the worst showing they've put out this year. Without a doubt. I'm sorry, I'm making a couple adjustments here. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, to go from the O-line that we, we had a few years ago that wouldn't let nobody through to this, God, that's so disappointing. And and if anybody preaches more about it in Colts Nation, it's me and you. We're always preaching about how important the trenches are and how the game starts and stops in the trenches. So we've got the highest paid O-line there is, and this is the results we're getting. Not happy with it. Not happy with it one daggum bit. No, definitely not. I mean, it was – Are you playing Candy Crush again? No, I'm not playing Candy Crush. I don't play that shit. Well, damn it. Put that down and have a conversation with me. I am having a conversation with you. I'm just bringing up some stuff here, just in case I need oh. to re- reference anything. Um, uh, sorry, I didn't do my due diligence, people. Uh, Slacker. So, so just moving back a little bit, do you think now, you know, I know we talked about last week, I think probably both, at, or last Wednesday, actually, um, that Shane really did not stick to his philosophy, pass the score, run to win. Do you think he really upheld that philosophy this week? No, I don't. I don't it, it was pretty evident, but I don't blame him for it. Nine turnovers from your QB in the last three games. Yeah. You know, that's all I got to say on that. So, to me, I give, I, I give Coach Steichen credit for changing his philosophy because – of the last three games. I mean, you, we had winnable games in all three of those games. You take away the turnovers in all those games, we probably won them. Oh, absolutely. Going into this game, Carolina's new Minshew's been struggling. Mm -hmm. They knew he struggles, and they're going to have to stop JT. And they did. Uh, yeah, how he many yards? A, he was. He had 18 attempts for 47 yards. His longest was 13. Wow. Uh, Zach Moss had seven attempts for 26 yards. Yeah. But the thing was, Minshew didn't fumble the ball this time. We didn't have a turnover, did we? We did not. But I mean, even 
I mean, I, Gardner I, was I, 17 for 27. Gardner was 17 for 26 for 127 yards, one touchdown. But I mean, Pitt, I mean, Pittman could not say he was not targeted this game. No. Absolutely not. He was targeted eight times for eight receptions, so he was eight for eight for 64 yards. Yep, zero touchdowns. Yes, JT had one. Gardner had one. Uh, I'm not seeing who else. Oh, and then Kenny had her other two. Yep. Now, see, and, and this is going to sound a little strange, but I'm okay with bland play calling from time to time. When you have to switch it up, you know, to, to build back confidence in your quarterback, that's got nine turnovers in three games, you know, um, still trying to get JT's feet completely under him. I'm, I'm okay with that because we still moved the ball. We still got in scoring range and we still took the points when we needed to. And we that won the was game. the thing. We that won the was game. the thing that now, impressed me the most. Now, was it that high explosive offense that Colts fans are used to? No, but we got the W. Every everybody did what they had to do to win this game, and defense definitely showed out. I mean, so I'm, we, I'm okay with it. I don't. I don't want to live this way, you know, every game. But I'm okay with it. You know, from time to time, when you got to switch shit up, switch it up. When you got to build confidence up, build it up. Do what you got to do and still win. You know, now now going into New England, it's going to be a different story. And I say mm-hmm. going into New England because we're technically the visitors, but in Germany. But now their program, they watched the last game to pick up on this, to pick up on that. Everybody watches tape. Yep. So now you're going to switch it up on them again. Throw a a different, completely different game plan out in in front of Belichick. You're going to have to. Yeah, you got to. You know, because Belichick is known for going after uh, rookie quarterbacks, if you will. Now, I know Gardner's not a rookie, but – He's not your typical starter either. So I see Belichick having the same mindset to Gardner as he does rookies. I think so. I think he's going to be very aggressive, but that's a conversation for a different day. Yeah, for Thursday show. And we'll and we'll definitely get into that more. It, but I was just saying all that because I'm really not upset about the play calling here. I know it was very conservative. I know it was very lackluster. There was no – you know, giant hoorah plays or anything like that, but we still moved the ball. We still got in scoring position. We still scored in the red zone. You know, it wasn't just the flat play calling. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, and I mean, like, the reason why it makes sense is, every, I mean, I'm hearing what you're saying, but in my mind and what's being triggered, what words come to mind in my head is, you know, consistency. I know I've said it for, for over a year and a half now. That's what I yeah. want to see. But, you know, it's – I just know it's a big key to winning games in the NFL. I'm not nobody, obviously. I'm not a player. I'm not a coach. But, I mean, it's just what I've, what I've noticed as a fan for 
over 20 something years. It's just consistency wins football games. And I really don't care how you get it done. You can chip away and have the lowest yards possible, but as long as we get into the red zone and score or take points when we need to take points, I don't care. Like exactly. I really don't. Are those explosive plays exciting? Is a big run exciting? Is a 75 yard bomb exciting to somebody? Of course it is. But you know what? It's, I want to see consistent football, regardless if it's big plays or not. So with that in mind, what my point is, yeah, we didn't see the explosive offense that Shane's known for, but we've seen consistent football probably for the first time on the offensive side of the ball. I yep. really do. I think we see more consistent play calling this time. Yeah, we didn't have the pretty yardages people would like to see. We didn't have this. We didn't have that. We didn't yeah, have the, the crazy stats. stat lines. and all, Yeah. And, and as a fan, you know, I enjoy that shit too. I really do. I, I enjoy those big splash plays. I, I enjoy those forever memories that you see in a football game. You know, 20 years from now, we talk about, man, did you see that catch that Marvin Harrison did? Mm -hmm. Oh, man, you remember that one where Reggie was bubbling the ball and for five yards and caught it in the end zone? You know what I'm saying? We, we remember these plays, you know, and those are big splash plays. I want those, but I don't have to have them. No. My biggest half to have is that W. You know, like I said, I don't I don't want to live in a in a bland play calling scheme the rest of Coach Steichen's tenure here. No, and I don't think you know, I don't think I, I, don't, think I, don't, I don't want it, but I'm happy that we got it and got the W. So it's it's kind of two edges there. It really is. But um Switching gears here, we talked about the offense a little bit. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Where would you like to start with that? The only place you can start with. Two, three, baby. Oh, Ken Mo. Which I'm surprised you got his jersey. I'm surprised you're not wearing it tonight. If I you had know, his jersey, I'd be wearing it tonight for sure. Eh, you know, that's, I've been wearing it for quite a while now, and I figured I'd wear something different, you know. I love these Indiana Night jerseys. They're they're comfortable. They are they are sick. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, oh, I yeah, absolutely was, intended that. So here's <laughs> where's my Omaha button. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> we can get away with anything we want tonight because Clyde's not here. Oh yeah, speaking Spirit's of, not here. Uh, yeah, we we got we got Clyde and Thomas. In planes right now, flying to Germany. So, yeah, so I mean, we definitely, so you guys, our safe, our safe travel prayers are definitely with those guys as they head over there. They're about to have a time of their life. Um, so keep keep an eye on the YouTube page for interviews and, and videos that they take, and definitely keep an eye on the Facebook page, Twitter, and all that good stuff too, because they'll be posting a ton of stuff. They better, or they're getting so fired. <laughs> Oh, Clyde, the talent, he ain't going nowhere. If he don't post nothing, he's gone. You know better than that. He's going to spend his whole time over there in Amsterdam. Oh, my God. And not post nothing. Well, he'll probably be trying to get Thomas out of Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be the better, the more truthful side of it. <laughs> Damn it, Thomas, come on. He'll be dragging Thomas out by his feet. No, 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 no. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. So yeah, yeah. going back to a serious note, yeah, that that de- that defense was really really rocking. Um, but again, we came out in the second half pretty dead. I don't know if it's you know if them guys are getting more out. I don't know if the schemes and the play calling and the adjustments that they're making at halftime is causing all this. I, I just don't know what it – I can't put my finger on it. But you notice in the second half, that was the only time Carolina started moving the ball on us when we opened up that middle of the field. That soft mm-hmm. cover two shit does not work, will not work, never has worked, never will work. We got we to gotta get out of it. We – you know, the first half, Gus was calling very aggressively. And it worked. And, and it worked. And then with the second half, we pulled away from it. Why? I, that I don't understand. It If your foot is on their throat, you keep it on there. I don't know why this team lacks that. Well, you not know, the team, the, co- the coaching schemes. I just yeah. understand it. I don't, I don't care if a team is 0-13. They have the possibility. If you don't keep your foot on their throat, they'll have. They have talent. Everybody in this league is talented. They can come back and hit you, and hit you hard if you don't. So I just don't understand why we continue to let off the gas. And with, that was actually going to lead me into my question. So toward the, well, the second half. Um, We'll just get get into that real quick. The second half, like you said, we started with some adjustments. I wouldn't even call them adjustments. I don't even know what you would call it. But, you know, we started, you know, slipping up a little bit, started getting softer. So, but but everyone said the defense performed phenomenally, which leads me to my question. The question is, did the player personnel save Gus's play schemes in this game? I think so, yeah. Now I I can't say for certainty, but yeah, I from, say, from what from what from what you've seen, from what I've seen, yeah, absolutely. You know that was just pure talent out of Kenny Moore, pure talent. You I know, mean, Kenny Kenny Moore, the the front four, the front five, front seven. I mean, even our our backup linebacker, what's his name? Uh, Obli. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, blue eye or something like that. Yeah, I can, oh, oh, obli? Yeah, I don't want to say it because I'm going to destroy it. And I know. Be, well, uh, next time he sees me, he's probably going to kick which, my ass. But, which, by the way, no offense to him, but Sarah was, HR was very pissed that she didn't see her Grant Stewart in there in place of Zaire. Oh, fluffy. <laughs> oh, fluffy. Well, you know who we did get to see a little bit. Oh, we got to see our boy, our prince, at a Tomway. Out of Tomway, baby, and got he his got first career sack in the NFL. So, congratulations, Addy! Congratulations, big dog! Big dog biting. I loved it. Yeah, it. You know, not he. He did get the stack, but when he was in, I don't know if you paid too much attention, but he he was getting he was getting a lot of pressure back there. He was being very disruptive. So I I hope to see a lot more of him. I do too. 
I really do. He's a good dude. He's a hard, obviously he's a hard worker. That's all he preached when we interviewed him. Yeah. Um, you know, so hopefully we get to see a lot more of him and send Dio back to the edge where he's more natural of a player, you know, because uh, Dio had another big game. Dio did. Yeah. Uh, but then the Browns game, they had him uh, taking Grover's spot. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. And not that he wasn't effective, but he wasn't as effective as, as a player, in my opinion, as he normally is, because no. he's more natural just, you know, coming off that edge. You know, he's got the speed. He's got the length. He's got the agility. Yeah. yeah we need him back on the edge. Just, you know, I mean, put true. at it. Put out of Tom Way uh, for Grover for right now until Grover comes back from his suspension. I agree. Or Eric, Eric Johnson, you know, he had a good Yeah, game Johnson too. did good. Uh, Twycon Lewis, because they it seemed like they were rotating those three guys in and out. Um, Twyquan, Johnson, and Addy. Yeah. You know, uh, so those rotations pieces are great. Uh, yeah, I just want to see. I want to see Dio back on the edge where he's comfortable, and he oh, yeah. shine. He he shines as a player in that position. Now, you know, give Dio full credit for changing positions and being effective, mm-hmm. being disruptive on that in that defensive tackle spot. You know, I'm not oh, saying absolutely. he can't do it, but from what I've seen, he's better on that edge, and I'd rather have him on that edge. You know, let let. Let Lewis, let Johnson, let Addy run that front. Yeah, they they do a good job. We definitely got some good depth on that line. So let's dig into this um, nutshell real quick. Oh, Shaq Leonard. <laughs> okay, go. I'll what, let you. I'll let you start. I was going to ask you, what is your opinion, and I'll get into mine, about his comments earlier this week about him not being effect, you know, inputted into the defense as much as he would want? This is all I'm going to say. He's, <laughs> he's a competitor. He's a winner. Those kind of people want to be on the field. They want to do what they know how to do. And when they're not, they get frustrated. And when you got 80 freaking reporters in your face, that frustration comes out because they ask the questions. Mm-hmm. They open the doors and that frustration comes out. You know, he didn't call for a press conference to vent his frustrations. You know, it just came out through an interview question from a reporter. And I truly believe that's all it is. It's just frustration, you know, because he's a competitor. He's a winner. And he wants to be on that field. He feels like he's a hundred percent, but the organization feels like he's not. So, you know, they're they're pulling him back a little bit and he's just frustrated over it. To me, I didn't see it as he wanted traded. I didn't see he wanted to leave, you know, or that he don't like the organization no more, blah, 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 blah. It was just frustration. He's a competitor, and anybody that's a competitor wants to play so they can win. That's what we're built for. Mm-hmm. 
And I would 100% agree with that. But at the same time, my opinion is, like, that was exactly pretty much everything that the T.I. was going to say. I understand that he's antsy and he wants to try to help this defense as much as possible. But as an organization, and, you know, we're known to be an organization that absolutely – I mean, I'm not saying no, no organizations don't, but being a little biased, I think Indianapolis takes care of its players tremendously. And so well, sometimes, got- I mean, I mean, I've you've heard, you know, you've heard your your daddy, as we like to call him, old Chris Ballard. <laughs> you know, we've heard them talk about, you know, we've heard him talk about numerous times that we got to sometimes protect these players from themselves. And I think that's exactly what we're doing here. Well, and I was just getting ready to comment that this regime that we have right now in the front office has been through a tremendous amount of grief Mm -hmm. and it all started back when luck retired you know and they have to ask the the question why why did this man in his prime decide to go this route versus this route Mm -hmm. okay so when they ask the whys these are the answers they get to those whys they don't want to lose another star player that they're fully invested into that fully helps this team win that can fully help them get to the championship. So asking those whys with all the injuries that they've dealt with, they don't want that to happen again. That's what I'm saying. They're protecting the players. Yeah, Absolutely. And I, and, had, and I, you got to respect you, that. You, you could you could agree with it. You can disagree with it. But one thing that is for sure, you got to respect it. Absolutely, you have to. And I mean, it's the man. I mean, he's got. I mean, I know he's young. He's like you say, he's young, competitive, and you know, he's his heart's in the game. Obviously, you can't take that away from the kid. But you know, he is young, and he may feel good. But, you know, this is going to have repercussion on him the rest of his life once he gets older. Absolutely. And what kind of surgery was it again he had? Lower back surgery. Thank you. Do you know how how tender the backs are? I mean, you can – I haven't had surgery yet. It's going to happen. I've had two two of them. I was going to say, you can preach on a little bit. I can preach all day long and twice on Sunday. (laughs) <laughs> over back, back back surgeries and back pain. But, yeah, you know, even, see, my last back surgery was 2011. Mm-hmm. And I can still do things that really, really hurt it, that dropped me to my knees because I feel good. All right, let's do this. Oh! You know, and I'm not, run, I'm not running around full speed hitting other people. I'm not running around. Yeah, I'm not running around, you know, trying to shuck off a block from a 350-pound man. You know, this is just picking something up in the garage. You know, you see what I'm saying? So their life is different than my life, even though, you know, we might have had the same surgery. So I'm not 100% sure exactly what surgery he had. But it's still back surgery nonetheless. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I'm sorry, but it's never right. Nope. It, it's never right once you go in there and you start cutting on people. 
you know, so like it, don't like it, agree with it, disagree with it, but respect the organization because they're putting the player's health first, you know, and to me, that is what really sets this organization apart from all the other ones. I agree. You know, now do they protect their people? I'm sure they do, you know, but do they do it as well as we do or are doing now? Cause we damn sure didn't protect luck. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, and it, it, okay. Prime example, a couple years ago when we had Wentz and he had two it, broken ankles. You know, it, one of the reporters, I don't, maybe it was Zach Kiefer, asked, you know, why did they have him in the game? And the only answer that Frank Wright put out was, well, we felt that he was the best player to play so we could win. Not with two broken ankles, you don't. That's That can't be the best player that's going to, you know, perform on the field to help us win. And that was a shit-ass game, and it was against Tennessee – a division rival. So to me, they didn't do their diligence in protecting Carson Wentz. They didn't do their diligence at putting a competitive team on the field. When your QB mm-hmm. cannot move, he's not competitive. I'm not sorry. Asleep today. No, your quarterback has to be able to escape that pocket because those pockets collapse and what? 1.8 to 2.3 seconds. Yeah. You see what absolutely. you see what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. know, so I like the fact that, you know, they're they're holding people back from their mm-hmm. own demise. Because Carson probably said, Yeah, I, I can I can go, coach. I can go. No, you can't, and you shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. In in my opinion, you know. So here's Skill saying I can go, I can go, I can go full speed, I can I can hit every play, I can hit, you know, da 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 da. They're like, nah, let's bring it back. We you know, we got you covered. Yep. And with yeah. that being and with that being said, we're gonna see probably the same thing with AR come next season. He's slowly gonna get introduced back. It was his first year. <coughs> he had a throw and shoulder injury. It's gonna take him a while to get that strength back if he gets full strength back in it at all. Oh, I, th- I think he will. I don't think it's. I don't think that particular uh, injury, and I forget exactly what it was called. But yeah, that's that's a hundred percent healable. I'm, I'm not too worried about that now. Once he gets to clear, the all clear by the doctors. Do it slowly. Mm-hmm. You know, strengthen that arm back up slowly because he'll get the all clear in the off season way before training camp, things like that. And they can work on the strength. They can work on his arm, you know, and all that stuff. So I'm a hundred percent certain he's going to come back 100 plus percent. This, I, you know, my biggest scare is obviously, you know, don't let history repeat itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, and, and to me, the way they're, handling players now is that it's not repeating itself. You know, Jonathan Taylor going into training camp said he was not a hundred percent, you know, regardless of the 
contract talk and all that, they held him out because he felt like he was not 100%. He really went into detail about that on Zaire Franklin's podcast. Yeah. I mean, real deep detail. Yep. And we were far, far from it. What so, we thought was going on. Yeah. So people can say, oh, well, he's just holding out. Mm. No. Maybe he was a little bit, but if he's saying he's not healthy, he's not 100%. You don't need your star player out there. You know, this, is a, this is a long season, long road to go. Mm-hmm. A lot of good teams to play. Yep. You know, so they put him on the pup list. They dealt with the contract. He's healthy. And now he's playing. Yep. Well, looks like our time's about up. Big P, you got any final thoughts for everybody tonight? Oh, final thoughts. It's a crazy, crazy, crazy world. (laughs) That it is. So don't let it get to you. You know it's crazy. You know there's a lot of knuckleheaded shit going on. Keep your morals about you. Keep your va- keep your morals, your values in front of you at all times. And don't fall for the crazy. Don't let the crazy suck you in. Live the life you know you're supposed to be living. Well, in that day- and, and my final, final thought is if Clyde doesn't bring me back a prize from Germany, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> super, super pissed. Because I've been, I've been good all year. He's he's going to bring you back some piece of moldy wiener sense or some shit. <laughs> Probably, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the game of journey, that leads to me and my final thoughts. Guys, we'll be discussing it more Thursday night. You know, the show will air Friday. This show will air tomorrow. But my final thoughts is we're getting ready to play in Germany. This is going to be great. It's going to be fun. And remember, I made a promise all year that I would attempt to chug a 64-ounce boot and honor the Germany game. So I'll be recording that this weekend. You know, it's sometime early in the morning. You know, so get ready for that video. Uh, any, you know, any cheers, any, you know, whatever condolences, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> I mean, anything that you got for us or for me chugging that big old boot, it's greatly appreciated. All um, I know is it better not to be a try. It better be a finish the boot. I mean, you, will, you will not love her ever, ever live it down. I mean, I'm going to finish it. My thing is finishing it in a good time. Ain't worried about the time, but that, that boot don't come down until all liquid is vanquished. <laughs> das boot. All right, y'all. This ends our show for tonight, so we're going to go ahead and get up out of here, let y'all get some sleep. <sighs> well, I at least think I this, need some myself. At least let this big fucker get some sleep. <laughs> Sammy, <laughs> let's get out of here for the night. Peace. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast and Bill Show on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. 
Google Play and Apple Podcasts.